In the Game of Thrones TV show, Stannis Baratheon dies with all the pathos and excitement of a damp fart. After a storyline four seasons long, he rolls over and dies, and it's the Starks who defeat the Boltons and retake the North. But in the book series, northern politics is an intricate web of alliances, rivalries, secrets, and lies, while an apocalyptic winter rises. And through the ice, Stannis marches on Winterfell, with a plan to defeat the Boltons. The Boltons are holed up in Winterfell with an army of Freys and Northmen, most of whom secretly hate the Boltons. Wyman Manderley plots betrayal, Barbary Dustin stalks the crypts, and Theon is traumatised by Ramsay, who calls Theon Reek. Ramsay doesn't marry Sansa, he marries a girl called Jane, who the Boltons say is Arya Stark. Up on the wall, Jon Snow tries to make peace between the Night's Watch and the Wildlings, along with Melisandre and Stannis' family. Jon hears that his beloved sister Arya married Ramsay, so he and Melisandre send the Wildling King, Mance Raider, to rescue her. Melisandre pretended to burn Mance, but that was an illusion, and he's actually still alive. So Mance and six wildling women infiltrate Winterfell, and with their help, Jane and Theon escape to Stannis. Stannis and his army prepare to fight the Boltons. But at the end of the latest book, Jon gets a mysterious letter from Ramsay, called the Pink Letter. It says that Stannis is dead, and Mance is captured. Ramsay says he wants his bride back, and wants Reek back. He demands Stannis' family, and some wildlings. Keep them from me, he says, and I will cut out your bastard's heart and eat it. So, John is shook, and he declares that he'll leave the Night's Watch and ride south to fight Ramsay. So then the Watch stabs John to death. The Pink Letter changes everything in the North, but fans suspect that it's a trick or a fake. Tormund warns us that the letter might be full of lies. So, is Stannis really dead? Was this letter even written by Ramsay? What's happening at Winterfell in the Game of Thrones books? It's hard to believe that Stannis is dead, because his story's not over yet. The whole fifth book builds up to his battle for Winterfell, and author George Martin said we'll see the battle in the next book. So why would Stannis suddenly die off-screen in this letter? Why spoil the climax of his story? Stannis is in a bad situation. His army is snowbound and starving in a village near Winterfell, and the Boltons send the Freys out to attack him. But Stannis is confident. He says, let them come, and says he'll turn the ground to his advantage. What does he mean? At the start of the book, it says that Stannis once went to an island with a lighthouse. He learned that sometimes people would turn off the lighthouse and create a false light somewhere else, to lure ships into danger. And now it just so happens that Stannis's camp has a watchtower with a beacon fire that burns day and night, and next to the camp are some frozen lakes. His men fish the lakes by cutting holes in the ice, and the ice becomes so dangerous that some men fall through into the water. So if Stannis puts out the fire on his watchtower, and he lights a false beacon on the frozen lake, he could lure the Freys onto the dangerous ice and attack them there, maybe break the ice with catapults so that the Freys fall through and drown. 
That must be what Stannis means by turning the ground to his advantage. So the hints are all there. It seems almost certain that Stannis will use a false fire on the lakes to defeat the phrase. You can read more about this theory in the articles below. But if Stannis wins this battle, why does the pink letter say Stannis is dead? Well, last time we see him, Stannis specifically says, you may hear that I am dead. So some fans think he's planning to fake his own death. Because as well as the phrase, the Mandalees are coming for Stannis. But the Mandalees are coming separately from the phrase, because they've been fighting. At one point, Wyman serves meat pies made out of phrase. Wyman is planning to betray the Boltons, and he made a secret deal to support Stannis. So instead of fighting each other, maybe Stannis and the Mandalees will work together and will trick the Boltons into thinking that Stannis is dead. So after Stannis beats the phrase, Wyman could go back to Winterfell and tell the Boltons that Stannis was defeated. As proof, Mandalee could have Stannis' sword, Lightbringer, which Ramsay says he has in the pink letter. But secretly, Stannis would be still alive. He could use the low visibility in the snowstorm to sneak up for an attack on Winterfell. Ramsay would be totally unprepared, thinking Stannis is dead. He'd just be angry that Jon sent Mance to steal his bride. That's why Ramsay threatens Jon in the letter, and demands Jane and Theon, who would likely seek refuge with Jon at the Wall. So this is a pretty likely explanation of the pink letter. Ramsay wrote the letter thinking that Stannis is dead, though Stannis is actually still alive. But there are other theories. The letter seems to fit Ramsay's personality. It's angry and cruel. Ramsay repeatedly calls Jon bastard, because Ramsay is insecure about being a bastard himself. Ramsay is also cunning and manipulative. He might be trying to provoke Jon into doing something stupid, which he does. But some details of the letter seem off. In the book, we see three threatening letters from Ramsay. Asher Greyjoy gets a letter, Jon gets a letter, and then Jon gets the pink letter. And these letters are described in detail. Asher's letter is tightly rolled and sealed with a button of hard pink wax. It's written in blood that looks like brown ink. The handwriting is huge and spiky. It's signed by Ramsay and by his allies Lady Dustin, Kerwin, Four Riswells, and One Umber. The second letter to John is described in almost exactly the same way. Tightly rolled and sealed with a button of hard pink wax. Blood brown ink, huge spiky hand, signed by Ramsay, Dustin, Kerwin, four Riswells, and one Umber. It's all super specific and consistent, so it's weird that the pink letter is described differently. It's got a smear of pink wax, but there's no mention of brown ink or of a huge spiky hand. It's signed by Ramsay, but not by anyone else. So why is the pink letter different? Some of the content of the letter is also suspicious. Like, it makes sense that Ramsay wants his bride Jane and his reek Theon, and it makes sense that he wants Stannis' family as political prisoners. But Ramsay also says he wants the wildling princess Val and her baby nephew. Why would he want these wildlings? How does Ramsay even know that Val's baby nephew exists? If Ramsay really did capture Mance, he could have interrogated him to learn these details, but it's not clear why he would care. It's surprising how much of this letter is focused on Mance and the wildlings. Is he just really angry at Mance for rescuing Jane? 
The letter refers to the Night's Watch as Black Crows, a term that's almost only used by wildlings. The letter talks about heads on walls and threatens to cut out John's heart, when Ramsay's favourite kind of execution is flaying. But there is another character who once threatened to cut out John's heart, a wildling who would care about Val and the baby, the only character mentioned by name in this letter, Mance Raider, the Wildling King. Maybe the reason why the pink letter is different to Ramsay's other letters, and the reason why it's so focused on the wildlings is that Ramsay didn't write it, Mance did. In the books, Mance Raider is a maverick, charismatic leader who uses cunning and deception to manipulate people. Right at the start of book one, when King Robert visits Winterfell, Mance is actually at that feast. He climbs the wall and comes in disguise to spy. In book three, Mance claims that he has the Horn of Winter, a magic horn with the power to destroy the wall, but it turns out that Mance lied to manipulate John. Mance has history with John. The first time they met, Mance warned John not to play tricks with him, but John ends up betraying Mance by leaving the wildlings. So maybe Mance pulls a trick on John by writing the pink letter. Mance has recently used a lot of the same language that's in the pink letter. He calls Melisandre a red witch, calls John bastard, and calls the Night's Watch crows. He says that Mance was burned for all the world to see. And the pink letter says Mance is in a cage for all the North to see. It's probably possible for Mance to fake a letter from Ramsay. When Mance infiltrates Winterfell, he pretends to be a singer called Abel, and he hangs around the Boltons so he might have learned enough about Ramsay's character to impersonate him in a letter. Mance speaks with Theon, so he could have learned about Ramsay's relationship with Reek and with Jane and he maybe could have stolen some pink wax and a raven to send the letter. He would have been in a rush, so maybe that's why the letter is sealed with a smear of wax. The difficult question is why Mance would write the letter. Like, even if Mance could predict that the letter would make John ride south with some wildlings, how does that help Mance? Mance doesn't want the wildlings to fight in Stannis's war. Mance says his people have bled enough. Maybe Mance wants help for him to escape Winterfell, but if Mance wants help, there's gotta be a better way to ask for it than to impersonate Ramsay to provoke Jon into rallying wildlings. It's a ridiculously convoluted plan. Why would Mance ask for Reek? And why ask for Val and the baby? It's his baby, and asking for them could only put them in danger, right? Mance does seem to have some secret plan in Winterfell. He investigates the Winterfell crypts, and the name Abel is an anagram of Bale, a legendary wildling said to have snuck into Winterfell and stolen a Stark girl, just like Mance sneaks into Winterfell to rescue Arya Stark. Bale is said to have hidden in the Winterfell crypts, so maybe Mance plans to hide in the crypts. Maybe Mance is searching for the real Horn of Winter in the crypts. He searched for the horn in graves beyond the wall, maybe now he's searching for it in Stark graves. So Mance is up to something, and there are some weird connections between Mance and the letter, but it's hard to see why Mance would write the letter. Another theory is that Stannis wrote the pink letter, because in his last chapter Stannis is facing a battle that he might not win. 
Even if he beats the phrase with a beacon and the lakes, there are still thousands of Boltons in one of the strongest castles in Westeros. Stannis' army might not be enough, so maybe he wants the help of Jon and the wildlings. Stannis has asked for Jon's support before, but Jon said he's sworn to the Night's Watch. Asking directly doesn't work. But if Stannis fakes a letter from Ramsay, threatening Jon and his sister and threatening the Wildling King Mance, that could motivate Jon and the Wildlings to ride south and help Stannis win his war. This could also fit with Stannis' plan to make Jon Lord of Winterfell. If he leaves the Watch, he might as well take up Stannis' offer. And thing is, Stannis just captured a Bolton maester, who would know Ramsay's writing style and might have the wax and raven to send the pink letter. Stannis also captured Theon, who could tell him about Mance and Reek and the other details in the letter. So it seems possible for Stannis to write the pink letter, and unlike Mance, Stannis has a clear motive. But the biggest problem with this is that Stannis' army is starving. It's so bad that they're starving to eat their own dead. So Stannis doesn't have time to wait around for Jon and an army to travel down from the Wall. That distance would take weeks or months to cover in winter, by which time Stannis and his army would be dead. It might work if Stannis sent the letter earlier, but earlier he didn't have Theon and the Maester so he wouldn't know to include the details about Mance and Reek and the stuff in the letter. And also faking a letter just isn't Stannis's style. Like, it's one thing to pull off a military manoeuvre with a false beacon, but faking the pink letter means impersonating Ramsay and emotionally manipulating Jon. Stannis is terrible with emotions, he's bad with people, and psychologically manipulating Jon with a fake letter just isn't the sort of thing that he'd do. Further, if the real purpose of the pink letter is to motivate Jon to come south, you'd think it'd talk more about Arya and less about hostages and mance. Why would Stannis demand Reek when Stannis already has Reek and Jon doesn't know what a Reek is? Stannis probably didn't write the pink letter. Some fans argue that Melisandre wrote the letter. Melisandre does have some secret schemes going on. She faked Mance's death, and sending him to Winterfell was her idea. Jon suspects that Mel has some secret other plan with Mance. So some fans think that Mance and Melisandre wrote the letter together, though the motive is still unclear. Melisandre has visions of the future in her fires, and she actually predicts the arrival of the pink letter before it comes. So maybe she also knew what would happen after the pink letter came, that Jon would be stabbed to death, but then be resurrected by Mel's magic and ultimately would go on to help save the world. Maybe Mel finally realised that Stannis isn't the chosen one, Jon is, so she could have written the pink letter to get Jon killed to fulfil his destiny. But Melisandre repeatedly warns Jon not to get stabbed, and last we saw she still thinks Stannis is the chosen one. So there's no real evidence for Melisandre writing the pink letter. Another possibility is Barbary Dustin. She's a new character in Book 5, and she's mysterious. Openly she supports the Boltons, but she hates Ramsay because Ramsay murdered her nephew. Barbary asks Theon to show her the Winterfell crypts, around the same time that Mance asks about the crypts. So some fans think that Mance and Barbary might be working together. 
There are also hints of Barbary working with Wyman Manderley and his conspiracy. Like, maybe they wrote the pink letter to lure John south so that he can be king in the north. Go watch our Grand Northern Conspiracy video. So there's a lot of intrigue and mystery happening in the North. It seems like every second character has some secret plot or identity. Even this bloody baby is actually secretly a different baby because John swapped him out with Gilly's baby. But most of this stuff is probably unrelated to the pink letter. The pink letter is memorable because it's the last thing that happens before John dies. And it's been nine years since that book came out. So fans have had a lot of time to overthink it and come up with crazy theories about who wrote the letter. The theories are fun, but based on the text, it makes the most sense for Ramsay to write the letter. Because the letter doesn't just have the plot purpose of provoking John and getting him stabbed, it has an emotional purpose by forcing John to choose between family and duty, and setting up Ramsay as a hated enemy. If it turns out that the pink letter was a fake for some obscure subplot, that could take away from the emotional weight of this gut punch at the end of the book. And there still can be a cool twist to the pink letter, that Stannis isn't really dead, because there actually are strong hints in the text that Stannis will beat the phrase. But we'll only know the truth when the next book comes out. Until then, all we've got is theories. If you want to know more about the mysteries of Game of Thrones, you've got to check out the books. As well as the main series, there's the World Book, and Fire and Blood, and the Duncan Egg stories. And you can get any of these on audiobook for free right now by signing up for a trial with Audible. Members get an audiobook each month, and if you cancel, you keep the audiobooks. You can listen in the car or the gym, or while you wait for winter to come. Sign up at audible.com ASX. Thanks for watching. Please like and subscribe, and comment below who you think wrote The Pink Letter. Thanks to patrons Ayub Alami, Jen, Casey Kennett, Teresa, Molly Marie Rose, and Tybor. Cheers.